Cue the music. <laughs> God, I love this. So good. Today's riddle. What's a four-letter word that ends in K that means the same as intercourse? What? So the word that you're thinking of, that's not the word. What's a four-letter word that ends in K and it means the same as intercourse? And it doesn't start with an F. Nope. Shit. Mm, Interesting. Stay tuned. Stay tuned? Fuck, you're ten years younger than I am. Stay tuned. Of course they're staying tuned. You don't say stay tuned. You just fade the music out and cue the opener. Christian, this game show music does something to me. Stay fucking tuned. We're not going to ads. (laughs) (laughs) Never say that in this house again. When life gives you lemons, he'll turn them sassy, not sour. What? Who wrote this script? Strap yourself in. It's complete drivel. Or, or is it drivel? It's f-ing drivel. It's complete drivel with Christian Hull. Sure is. Oh, sorry, I was busy dancing. Can you see that? Yeah. Is it flashing? Yes. Okay, I'm just turning my car off. I'm just turning it. Why? Is it on now? Yeah, I'm just turning it on off. Why? For fun, I wanted to see if you noticed the light flashing. On the panel-y desk, you think? Yes, I can. I can yeah. also hear the audio dropping in and out. It's very yeah. annoying. Um, I wonder if it's... Hold on. What song was that? Okay, I, I don't want you back in the studio. <laughs> you, you can go have another ACL surgery. I don't want you here anymore. I wouldn't mind it. I, getting knocked out under a general was amazing. It was so good. Isn't it? It's such a weird feeling. It is, it's like that. Yeah, it's really it's really quick. Uh, okay, so you've brought up this next topic. You, you handed me some yes. sheets and you were like, I think you should talk about this. And I would like to talk about it. It's risky to talk about. It's scary to talk about because uh, I've been seeing this all over my TikTok feed. It's all over... Is it all over the news or is this just a TikTok thing? No, it's, it's definitely It's everywhere. Yep. Uh, it's Balenciaga's latest marketing campaign, which is fucking disgusting. It's basically sexualized children. They've put um, some products uh, in a room and then the, the, the theme of some of the set display is all it's pedophilic. Uh, the child's holding a teddy bear wearing like a leather harness and it's like this... I ju- for one of the biggest clothing labels in the world... How the hell did that get approved? Well, um, should I read the article that you've given me? Is, yep. it, is it best to read? Well, that's just a little recap and then... It's so rady of you to hand an article and then staple to the back is the five <laughs> biggest PR blunders that we're going to go through. I was a radio producer. Yeah, okay. I was... So, firstly, I swanned into the studio today being like, oh, I've just got nothing to talk about, I don't know what to do. And you're like, um, that's why I'm here. I have prepared this. And I was like, fucking legend. So... Basically, Balenciaga uh, released, they released this campaign campaign, and they were like, oh, here's some of our new bags. I don't know. Is that what they sell? Bags and shit. Bags here's some of our overpriced bullshit. Usually everyone's like, oh, wow, it's so amazing. But this time they're like, um, 
why is there a young girl holding a teddy bear wearing a leather harness? And then when they looked closer, they're like, oh, there's some documents on the table, a set dressing that are detailing a child sex abuse case. Do you know what I'm calling this? I came up with a name last night. Oh. Um, uh, the, the Balenciaga Saga. <gasps> is that a great name? Or um, the saga of Balenciaga. <gasps> that's a great document. Like that's the documentary name, right? The saga of Balenciaga. Well, Balenciaga. That's, no, that's the podcast title that you <gasps> uh, just created. Yes. Thank you very much. The Balenciaga. No, I like the saga of Balenciaga. Doesn't that sound like an amazing? It does roll off the tongue. It rolls off the yeah, tongue. Yeah. Good job. So we probably shouldn't be high fiving ourselves at the moment, but um, it's very sexually suggestive content, and it's very it's very pedophilic. And Balenciaga came out to be like, "Oh, we had no idea." I'm like, you released it. The child is holding a bear in a sex harness. What do you mean? Like, it wasn't like, oh my god, coincidentally, we've mm. included court documents. Yeah, and it, it wasn't. Also, it wasn't one accidental item. It was the whole. But this is like, there's multiple shoots, multiple mm. sort of uh, different sets, production and, designs yeah, yeah. that that all that were all horrific. Um, and then people are saying it looks as though the the models, uh, the children, they're like three years old, were made to look intoxicated. Mm. It's like, fuck, you're selling overpriced bags. Like, scale it back. It's just insane. And now they're suing the production company for $25 million. Uh, Everything that I've been seeing on TikTok has been from a lot of PR agencies saying there's no way they didn't know. Like, it goes through a huge chain of people. Mm -hmm. So you wonder if, you know, was it intentional and they just didn't think they'd have this insane amount of backlash? Will this have an impact or will this just be something that everyone goes, oh, my God, and then everyone's still wearing Balenciaga, you know, the Met Gala next year, they're Mm. all dressed by the designers from, you know. I used to work with, um, I used to work at a charity part-time a few years ago. One of the higher-ups in that company, I just wanted to know what his dream job, like where he wanted to progress in his career. Mm. And he said he wanted to be a crisis manager. (gasps) Yes. So PR he, crisis sort of. PR crisis. Yeah. So like, the, like, for example, Balenciaga, this comes out and he wants to be the one to salvage their brand wow. and salvage their name. And I was like, I just thought that's such an interesting. Isn't it fascinating? Like what a, what a shit storm to deal with. Mm. I just, but and that, how do you salvage this? That's, but that's almost like the, the chaos in his mind is like, right, this is a puzzle and mm. I will solve it. What's the best way to do it? Mm. I follow... Oh, a TikToker. Her name's Molly. She's a PR crisis management. Ooh. So anytime like the Ticketmaster Taylor Swift drama, she was there like, and she'll analyse people's response. The Adam Levine drama, when a woman came out and they'd slept together. So she's analysing all their responses and she's so clever in the way she's like, you, you come out and you say, you apologise and you say you've got to, like all these steps. She's like, these are the steps. There's six steps that you must follow regardless of whatever you think. These are the steps to get yourself out of this crisis. You taking notes? Well, I'm literally like, if anything happens uh, against all my judgment, I'll follow her step. Like Molly, yeah, mm. Molly. What do I do? Like you follow those six steps, and it gets you out. You know, you're supposed to. Like, why is everyone so enraged? Well, you apologise and you diffuse that rage, regardless. Maybe we should get Molly on the <gasps> to salvage the podcast. Do we do a pre crisis? <gasps> I wonder if she, she's American. I wonder if we could get Molly on. She'd be a fascinating person to talk to about these things. She would. Let's see. I mean, she's very famous. Well, she charges a lot of money. Like, oh, you know what? We could try. But before we do chat to Molly, hopefully, um, let's go through 
What have you given me? You give me six of the worst PR disasters yeah. from very big companies. And at number six, oh God, I remember this one. Oh. The Pepsi Kendall Jenner political oh. ad. God, this was amazing. Okay, let me read this. <clears throat> So Pepsi was forced to withdraw its highly controversial new global ad campaign featuring Kendall Jenner only days after its release following a huge public backlash for uh, the video content. The audio-visual content clearly referenced protest imagery while the model (laughs) casually handed a police officer a soda. Like... It's like that really famous, I think this was probably based off that really famous photo of the flower in the gun, right? Yeah. Which was a very poignant moment. I think it was Vietnam War, um, super viral photo. And they were like, well, why don't we just do the same thing but we'll give the officer a Pepsi? And that'll defuse the situation. Dear Vladimir Putin. (laughs) Why do I sound like Mr. Hankey? You can have a Pepsi. Ukraine war solved. Case closed. (laughs) Well, Pepsi. Yeah. I still drink Pepsi though. No, no. no I'm a deep, I'm a diet coke. Do you like how I'm like I'm? But what are people going to stop buying Balenciaga? But I'm like, oh no, I'll have a Pepsi. So refreshing. Oh, t- <laughs> <laughs> Guys, end the war. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Don't laugh. Stop it. Sorry, okay, sorry. number two, Nivea. Mm. Mm. This one is called mm. under the banner White is Purity. Their racism blunder. Okay, here we go. Nivea also landed itself amid heated allegations of racist advertising after releasing. <laughs> That's the name of it. Oh, the name of their campaign is "White is Purity." Mm-hmm. Jesus! <laughs> the, like, come on! I'm not in marketing. Oh, but come, on. come on! The German-based company claimed the advertisement was only directed to its Middle Eastern target market but was forced to retract the ad after intense social media backlash. But it doesn't explain the campaign. What was, what was, why is purity? Should it be cream is purity? No, is that still a bit racist? But it's like that Nivea cream, purity is skin. But even just say Nivea cream is purity. You know what I mean? Purity is Nivea. That's better. Anyways, number three. Oh, God, I remember this. Hold your wee. Oh, for a wee. I think this one's arguably the worst because it was fake. Why, why is this at number three? Oh, no. No, they're not in order. Oh, they're not in any order. No, no, no. Okay. A California radio station held a contest called Hold Your Wee for a Wee, where they promised a Nintendo Wii console to whoever could drink the most water without going to the bathroom. Turns out, oh, that's right, too much water can be a bad thing. One contestant, 28 years old, oh, it's sad, Jennifer, uh, passed away from water intoxication as a result. Suddenly, an ill-conceived PR stunt became a tragedy. There was a documentary on this, um, and the radio station ended up having to pay millions of dollars in uh, in lawsuits. I, I want to say it was for about three days, I think. What? Yeah, she held on. I, I can't hold on for more than six or seven hours. But that was like the, there's a whole, th- oh, Pepsi, there's a whole thing uh, at the moment. Well, there's a documentary about the fighter jet and it was the Pepsi points. And it was this whole thing in the 90s where you win Pepsi points, you know, collect points, get 700, gets you some sunglasses, get a jacket for 1,400. And at the end of the commercial, a huge big fighter jet comes down with a kid in it. For 7 million points, get a fighter jet. No disclaimers, no terms and conditions, no nothing. So one kid was like, yeah, great. Managed to get seven million through the help of you know, uh, it was very smart. Ended up having like someone finance to buy Pepsi, and yeah, and they're like, Here you go, we want our jet. And they're like, Oh no, we were joking, 
took them to court. It's a docu- again documentary on Netflix. I love. Yeah, you're loving. You no, know I love a documentary. You're loving the documentaries at the moment, aren't you? Yep. Number four, Protein World's Beach Body Ready Fail. Oh, I haven't heard this one. From racism to body shaming, Protein World's 2015 campaign, Are You Beach Body Ready?, which appeared in London Underground stations and showed an Australian bikini model, sparked outrage for allegedly body shaming the British public and unfairly targeting women's bodies. You will never see a campaign like that these days. God, no. Not with Get Beach Body Ready. Yeah. Make sure you're thin. Yeah. Ridiculous. Mm. Number five. Gourmet Burgers Anti-Vegan Gaffe. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know this one. Gourmet Burger Kitchen sparked controversy over a series of poster ads in London which featured captions like, They eat grass so you don't have to. You always remember the time you gave up being vegetarian. And vegetarians' <laughs> resistance is futile. The burger brand was inundated with complaints and subjected to social media backlash with the parody hashtag Gourmet Murder Kitchen going viral on Twitter. Compounding this, the barrage of complaints made to the Advertising Standards Agency forced the ads to be pulled just two days after release. That's why you don't go after the vegetarians or the vegans. Yeah, don't do it. It's a dangerous game. But, I mean, I can see what they were trying to do, but you're promoting meat. Mm. All right, number six, Bloomingdale's... Is this bad? Bloomingdale's, their date rape ad blunder. Oh, God. In 2015, uh, in their holiday catalogue, Bloomingdale's, who are their fashion, aren't they? Yeah, it's like a department store. High-end fashion? Like David Jones? Middle. Uh, No, because then you have your high-end brands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I see what you mean. Then you've got your fucking Balenciagas. Yes. The saga of Balenciaga. Okay, in 2015, Bloomingdale's published an ad with a serious-looking man... Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Staring at a laughing woman who is faced away from him. And also, mind oh you... Oh, my God. Mind you, this is in 2015. <gasps> this was seven years ago. So, as it says, beautiful-looking woman in fancy clothes, laughing, head cocked, looking away from creepy man in suit who looks like James Bond's assistant. And the caption says, spike your best friend's eggnog when they're not looking. How does that advert... This is the Balenciaga thing all over again. How the fuck does this advertise clothing? <laughs> you know what you should do with women in our clothes? Rape them. It's still not as bad as Balenciaga. That's going to... Like, out of all of those, yeah, hold your wig, had a death. So that's probably comes out on top. Yeah. And then the, I think the Pepsi. Top three is definitely... Number one is hold your wig for a wee. Number two is Balenciaga. Number three is Pepsi. Done. Done. Lock it in. Done. Lock it in, Eddie. Well, you're going to finish with, we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Stay tuned. We are right back with... Uh, what are we doing? Nat, you sent me a link to this new trend that the youth are doing. And mm-hmm. I am the youth. There's 10 years between us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you did this trend. It's with your Spotify playlist. So what is it Exactly. Basically, it's an app that uses your listens on Spotify to create your dream festival lineup. Yeah, so what it looks like is... Basically, you're most played. I've logged in. I know I haven't seen my results yet, but you log in and it spits out like a three-day festival lineup. So who's on day one, day two, and day three? It looks like a Coachella lineup. Yeah, and then... The headliners and the sub-acts. Yes, 
Okay, I'm really excited because I haven't seen yeah. mine yet. And my music is, I'm one of those people that just plays a song on repeat over and over and over and over. Yeah. Your so, lineup is just the, the same one. It's, uh, same yeah, name. I have one playlist. Yeah. So I'm But keen. see, I can't, when I when I sent this through to you, I can't picture what music you listen to. That's yeah. why I'm so intrigued. I also struggle to explain and this is, I'm hoping, going to be the perfect thing. Okay. okay, let's have a look. So doing the list from the last six months of my playlist. Now let's do day one. Now day one. <laughs> wow, it's so mixed. It's just the Fifty Shades soundtrack. Oh, wow, over this is fucking amazing. Oh, this day one's great. Okay, so firstly, that mostly these are going to be people that no one has any idea about. Even I don't know these people. Like, I don't know who these people are. What? I might have to look up some of their songs. Because I play, hear a song on TikTok, then play it to death and not really know who it's by. So the first one is Ben Bomer. So Ben is, I, there's a playlist, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the, his last name correctly, amazing, like, ethereal sounding, um, like, uh, like you, you're high on LSD, beautiful, like, soundscapes. Like, it's amazing. And I have uh, playlists based off of him and there's one song. Oh, Is there lyrics involved to his music or is it just no, purely it's, music? No, it's pretty much some, but it's, it's pretty much just sounds. Can I can play you... Like the tiniest little bit. You may have heard. Oh, this one. Like, can you sort of hear how... And then it's, it's so... Fuck, oh, this is my favourite song. I'm just going to have to talk over it so we don't get copyright flag. And then the beat sort of kicks in. Like, fuck. Oh, imagine this in a festival. This is my headlining act. Like, yeah, I could just oh. do this in a rave. Does it get heavier? Uh, no, not really. Hold on. Let me just scrub through. Oh. Oh, like it's eight minutes of this. That's probably my most played song. Oh, I fucking am obsessed. Especially when you're like going on a walk and you can just be like, mm. I think I'm really cool. I think I'm great. And it's like really great music. That's a very niche uh, genre. It is very niche. Yeah. Okay. But. <laughs> oh, God. So, who else? <laughs> John Williams. No. A musical composer from Jurassic Park. I listen to Jurassic Park a lot. Oh my god, are you so a, eclectic? You're a nerd. Wait for the next one. Wait for the next one. Enya. <laughs> you don't know who Enya is? No. You're joking me, right? I don't. Oh my god, that makes me so devastated. Enya. I, you saying it over again doesn't make me understand. Have it you all. seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Okay. She. Love Lord of the Rings. I mean, she's done. So much over the last 40 years. But she goes, may it be an evening star shines bright upon you. Or oh, what about this? Sail away, sail oh. away, sail away. Sail away, sail away, yep. sail away. And then, that one um, from what's the other one I listen to? Caribbean Blue. Doobie doobie doob, doobie 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 doob. It's like like a lot of people will listen to it when they want to cry. Oh my god! So this my grandmother played. It was she fucking requested it at her funeral. And Enya is like, you don't play Enya. It's like really sad, Celtic sort of. This, oh my god! Enya is amazing. Okay, so and Enya doesn't perform. Like she doesn't do performances. So the fact that she's day one at my festival, I, oh. fucking unheard of. And um, then you got Billie Holiday, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's where it gets a bit like. Oh, Hans Zimmer is also in there. Another I know famous, who that is, a composer. Um, client Liaison. Oh, I love oh, Client Liaison. Great. Adele. I've got Adele. Oh, yeah. I like that Adele is like just in the low list category. It's Adele. Um, Astrid Gilberto, Flight Facilities. Yep. Okay, great. 
Who's your day You're one? Happy? You're yeah, happy I, with that? Day one? What I'm feeling is you love a soundtrack. Yeah, it seeps that way, yeah, doesn't it? because I think I about- don't really. I just really like the music from... What's Hans Zimmer? Let me look up my Spotify. John Williams, I, I love the Jurassic Park. I listen to the Jurassic Park theme a lot. What does um, Hans Zimmer do again? He's... Oh, fucking everything. What I'm going to got Hans Zimmer for... Oh, I got Hans Zimmer because I always listen to the Batman soundtrack, which is super f- weird and uh, like musically eclectic. Hmm. Um, Batman, The Dark Knight Rises. Like, it's this sort of. It's so weird, isn't it? This makes me feel like I'm in a swamp. Yeah, it's. Um, I just love this. But imagine walking like. It sounds like I'm in a swamp with a bunch of mosquitoes. But it's Batman. Like, I will walk through thinking I'm Batman as I'm walking along the river. Right, let me go scrub through it. Oh, it's fucking amazing. This is me, look. <laughs> oh, my God. And in my head, I'm like, I've got the briefcase. I must get it. And I'm like, I pretend I'm in the opening to the, the movie. Okay, I didn't know what I was expecting with your music taste, but somehow this is exactly <laughs> it. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Like, is this not, like, just so powerful? When you're walking along the river thinking you're the main character. Yes! Like, oh, main character energy. That's probably yes. why I listen to the soundtracks. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, wow, that's a really great day one. Let's see what basic white girl... Oh, this is going to be so basic. <laughs> Can I guess? Oh, my God. If Taylor Swift is your fucking headline. No, I'm not that basic. Okay. Rihanna? No. Adele? No. Oh, okay. Um, would I know them? Can you can you guess my the genre that I'm into? Basic fucking white girl pop trash. No. Is it pop? No. Rock? No. Oh. Dance? No. Nope. R&B? Nope. Oh, R&B. Like R&B Friday's R&B. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Careful, I mean, the station you work for. I love Friday's R&B. <laughs> Oh, wow. I got no, uh, no idea. Rap. Sorry, what? <laughs> Old Spaghetti Arms to wait, listen, listen to rap music. Okay, you know that meme and it's like you're, I'm on the computer and I've got my headphones on and are everyone's you? like, hi, good morning, Natalie. How are you? And I'm like, oh, great. Thank you, Karen. Ho, like, have a good morning. And then on my headphones it's like, like wet ass pussy. <laughs> are, is Cardi B up there? No. Oh, no, okay. No, I don't really is that like, rap? I don't really like Cardi B. <gasps> That's like ratchet rap. Okay, here we go. Who's headlining your day one festival? Drake. Oh, uh, yeah. But not okay. like the poppy Drake, like the Drake. Oh, I Drake. Lo- see, I like, I got my eyes on you. That's poppy Drake. And everyone can now see. Because I've always, what, do you know what? I used to have fantasies of I was, because I always wanted to be, a, I don't always want to be a singer. I just want to swan in and sing <laughs> and be famous and wealthy. But the, I wanted to do the, ha, ha. The ad libs. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, and then Drake comes in. I got, is that Drake? I got my eyes on you. See, I like Pop Drake. Or, or, I don't like Pop Drake. No, I like his like ratchet. I can't even say I've ever heard any of the other oh, stuff. Oh, God, his new is it like, album. Gonna get it out, gonna fuck you in the asshole. <laughs> is that it? Is <laughs> Is that what, isn't that what definitely rap music is? Definitely like, doesn't sound any like that. Oh, like Bad that. Bunny, is he on there? He's no. really famous, isn't no. he? So I've got Drake, J. Cole, Post Malone, which I find interesting because uh-huh, okay. I'm not that big of a Post Malone fan, uh, Kendrick Lamar, 
Coltrane, Schoolboy Q, Bryson Tiller, Party Next Door, and Frank Ocean. Wow. They're all rap artists. Wow. Mm. That's so fascinating. People, yeah. Literally would have looked at you and gone, oh, God. S, 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 and M, M, M. That's the only Rihanna song I know. And, no. And, and like Taylor Swift. No, no Taylor Swift. Wow. Really like, don't like pop. Okay. Um, day two, baby. Let's my, go. <laughs> my day two is weird. Got I don't know the headline. <laughs> so you, you're just, are you using the Spotify like playlist? Yeah, so I, often don't use the, I often use the playlist. Who's, oh! Wow, again, it's just a movie soundtrack. That's why. You're a soundtrack guy. Oh, you know this one. You, you have to know this song. I'm going to sing it. It's the hardest song in the world to sing. Okay, Christian just stood up. It's from The Fifth Element. Do you know, have you seen The Fifth Element? Oh, I listen to this song all the time. This is my headlining song. I know it word for word. Everyone knows this song. Here we go. Headline though. Oh that, my you've God, heard that song. Christian. You've seen The Fifth Element. No. Where the blue diva comes out and she sings and it's so like, it's so impossible. But then there have been opera singers that actually sing that song, like actual human beings that sing it. She's an alien that comes out and her voice is floating. So you just doing that is my <sighs> sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine waking up? Anyway, that's... that's <laughs> That is my day two headline. Stop, okay. Then I've got um, <clears throat> oh, I'm not I'm gonna butcher his name. Oh god. In a hook He does a cappella and he does uh, Kiss by a Rose a cappella where he does all the voices and it's so good. Like I listen to it on repeat. <clears throat> you know, and there's snows. My eyes are in the gentle light that you shine can be seen. Baby, I can be to a kiss from. But it's a full a cappella version where he's layered it. I know. And it is stunning. I know that song. Yeah, but do you know the a cappella layered version that I like? No, Christian. It's my music. I fucking absolutely froth at my music festival. I mean, these are my most played songs. Then I got Beyonce and Harry Styles, Penal. Oh. I love oh, Penal. I love Penal. Oh, should be like mm. a, way higher. I'm obsessed with Penal. Oh, and Cirque du Soleil's on there for day two. Oh, of course it I is. I do love a theme. Are you only just realising this now? Yes. Yeah, the Cirque du Soleil. Do you know why I love Cirque du Soleil? Do you know why? I think it's because I always picture myself in the movie. Like main character energy in the movie. That hand gesture was weird. Um, and Cirque du Soleil was one, when I was a kid, mum and dad used to like remortgage the house to afford tickets to go and see because mm-hmm. there's six of us mm-hmm. and the tickets are like $80 each. 
And this was $80 in the 90s. Do you think that's where your love of soundtracks and produ- oh, production from was mum, come from? Yes. Okay, so this is like a childhood thing. That's like full... Yeah, I this just is saw like, one day... I reckon mum. I reckon it's from mum. She's... She's not themes, but she was like Cirque du Soleil. She bought the Olympics. Like, does your mum have Spotify? I'd love to see her. I she does. I'd love to see. I've her. I've got her logins. We should. <gasps> I'm gonna let's let's go through yours. Well, we can we can, we do, can do that like next week. Let yeah. let me try and get the logins. Yeah, and we'll do my mother's because yeah. that'll be funny. Um. Okay. Who's your day two? You, I don't know how to bother. Oh, I didn't know any of yours. Okay. Um, oh, you don't know yours either? No, I meant like you're not going to know any of these oh, people. Oh, just list them off. Let's okay. see. Sir, Tom Mish, Tory Lanes, Amine, Khal- Khalid. You know Khalid? Khalid? DJ Khalid? No. Khalid. He's the singer. Yeah, I think I do. Um, Ty Dollar Sign, Summer Walker, Future, Her, Dreamville. Her. What does Her do? Remember when um, that TikTok and it was yes, like. Yes, it's like, please in- welcome. Ha. Huh. Yeah. What song? What song? She's in, she's incredible. I don't know any of the titles of her songs yeah. because I put on the radio and then just listen to it, yeah, her. Okay. Her voice is insane. Um, Louis Phelps and Nextro. Don't know who Nextro is, but yeah. Again, all rap. Again, I had Beyonce and Harry Styles, and I had the beautiful diva dance from Eric Serra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yours is very. Yours is eclectic. F- I wouldn't pay for a ticket for yours. I wouldn't pay for a ticket oh, for yours. Oh, fucking, you're not invited. Okay. <laughs> day three. Well, day three seems a little bit more basic. So, number one is Milo. Do you know Milo? No. <gasps> um, <laughs> yeah, you do. Duck, 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 duck to beat. Won't you help oh. me, doctor? Doctor, doctor, won't you please help me? You got to help me. Bum, 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 Yeah, but. That's a remix of the original. There's a oh. there's a whole album. Oh. It's be- it's actually a great sort of album. Uh, Nina Simone, Sarah Vaughan, uh, Catching Flies, Calvin Harris. Oh, I love mm. Calvin Harris. Hayden James, <gasps> Kate oh. Bush, Lizzo, Ella Fitzgerald. Oh my god, day three is amazing. Okay, I think out of all the days, this one has to be my favorite because I know most of them. Piss off! Sorry, you would you wouldn't see Enya. <laughs> I don't know who Enya is. <gasps> I'm going to go, oh, yeah, I still think day one is absolutely just a smash day. Mm-hmm. So is day two. Uh, what's your day three? Day three, this has to be a favourite of mine as well. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We have a mutual artist. <gasps> Ooh. Can you guess who it is? Uh, is it Lizzo, Beyonce or Harry Styles? No. Pinal? No. Cirque du Soleil? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Calvin Harris. Oh, boring. Uh, headline is Anderson Pack, who, oh my God. Is would... Anderson Park? I say Pack. P A R K. No, P A A K. Pack. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't even. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, Jack Harlow, Masego, DJ Khaled. There you go. There oh, he is. Khaled and DJ Khaled. Russ, Goldlink, Scissor, Mac Miller, may he rest in peace. Brent Fayez, Steve Lacey, Calvin Harris, and Danny Lee. Again, all rappers. A couple of DJs in there. It's but... a hard pass for me. You're a hard pass for me. I love how different, you know what, I just love mine so much. Obviously I do. It's based off my Spotify playlist. Like That mm. makes sense. Holy shit, though. That yeah. is an amazing lineup mm. for me. It's also nice to daydream. Like imagine if these were real. I hate going to music festivals. That is a music festival <laughs> I would go to and I would pay $10,000 for a VIP ticket to mm. go to that. But then how do you go to ones when they clash at the same time? Well, that was my, my biggest dream is to go to Coachella. What if John Williams but, is on at the same time as Hans Zimmer? Yeah. What do I do? The clashes. It's a real thing. <sighs> 
I'm going to, we'll, we'll find out who Mums is. For yes, next let's week. do that. Let's I'd love to hear Karen's uh, Dream Festival. Yeah. Love that. Choose device is ready to pair. You know, what's boring? No one wants to hear pairing, do they? I do. do, 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 do. If every man says all he can, let me know you're recording. When every man is true, do I believe stars above a Caribbean blue? Okay, I... I'm the one who picks the backing tracks. I'm doing them to end you today. Nicole Langton is a Patreon. That was a history in any, you stupid bitch. Play your stupid, dumb, popular rap music that I've got to do. These are shout-outs to beautiful members of Patreon who have joined our complete dribblers tier. Part of their uh, little package is that I shout them out via song on this uh, podcast. So here we go. Here's five. Oh, my God, I love it. Damn, let's do this. Whoever shout out some Patreon people getting on the horse, oh, it's taking a piss. Have you ever seen a horse's giant cock? You're in it. Yeah. Have you ever been turned off? Nicole Langton, get on the horse with me. We're going for a ride. Thanks for being a supporter. Sophie Wynn Jones is also on the list. She's gonna sling them guns in fists. Sophie Jones, sister, sister, Sophie Jones. It's Charlie Halen. Oh, Charlie, he's wearing some ass chaps. Charlie Halen, getting his ass out. Why is there now a sick beat? Sick beats in the West. Charlie Halen is now followed by Matt Williams. Thanks, Matt Williams. He's also a cowboy. Oh, look. His buttons have fallen loosely off and his glistening chest is in the air. Oh, no. He spilt some soda on his skin. I'm going to lick it off of him. Oh, breakdown. Erica Han. Erica Han. Give her a hand, Erica Han. They are the people that we're shouting out today. Oh my god, the horse is still taking a piss. Its cock is massive, it's got a weird knob on it. <laughs> I've never been turned on by a horse dick. <laughs> I'm lying, I have. I have been turned. What? what? Horse cock. <laughs> Hello, I'm Alan Jones, and it gives me the absolute sh** to report that I'll be back on Monday morning with all you f**ks. <laughs> <laughs>